Welcome to the Ask the Experts podcast. Here's Karen Bhatia. I am Karan Bhatia. This is Ask the Experts. Today, we are looking back a few weeks to my sit-down conversation in New York City with Avril Mathie. If you don't know Avril Mathie, you're going to learn a lot about her story. She's originally from Australia, made her way to Miami, and this was in preparation for her to put her undefeated record on the line against Ramla Ali, who also has an undefeated record. This was a historic night in Madison Square Garden in New York City for women's boxing, for all of boxing. We're going to talk about Avril's journey, how she got here, what this fight means, and what the future holds. So without further ado, here's my conversation with Avril Mathie. I am Karan Bhatia. We're here in Midtown Manhattan here with Avril Mathie, who's fighting Saturday night against Ramla Ali. It's a huge opportunity. Avril, how are you doing? I'm great. I'm super excited. This is your first time fighting in New York City. I know you've been to New York City before. You almost fought here once before. I did. So what does it feel like to now finally get the opportunity to fight in New York? Um, like this is the dream Madison Square Garden yeah. it's you know the biggest most exciting venue for boxing in the world so I'm just so so excited and it's not going to be an easy test of course you're taking on Ramla Ali who has become an international sensation her story and everything that she's gone through to get to this point she's undefeated you're undefeated um, I'm sure you've done your homework and watched tape what, what are your thoughts on Ramla Ali I think Ramla Ali you're right she's a very good fighter um, she had an amazing amateur career and uh, she's going to be a tough opponent. It's going to be a really good fight for both of us, though, because yeah. she's also never fought anybody like me. In fact, she's never really been tested in the pros at all. Um, the only opponents that were somewhat competitive were significantly smaller and shorter than her and didn't have the reach to get near her. And given that she's a long fighter, then, you know, it was like an easy night's work for her. But um, we are the same height. Yeah. And I know how to fight on the outside, too. We both do. And I also know how to fight on the inside and how to apply smart pressure. And right. that's something she's very uncomfortable with um, from what I can see. And uh, that's where I've got to take the fight to where she's uncomfortable and uh, make her, you know, she's, she's great in that long range. But yep. in close and under pressure, going backwards, she, she folds. So it sounds like from what you're saying, the plan is you're going to close some distance and, and pressure her and make her uncomfortable is that, that the game plan yes definitely i mean i'm also going to fight on the outside because that's yeah. my comfort zone too and um but where i'm going to win the fight is by mixing it up and pushing her back and getting her under pressure well it's a, it's a huge opportunity for you you're moving up in weight for this opportunity so when you got the call for this uh, what, what was going through your head when you got the call and, and what was the decision like to move up and wait for this opportunity? It was an easy decision. So fun fact, actually, I was offered this fight a little over a year ago, okay. but I turned it down because I'd only, I mean, I ha it was three weeks notice and I didn't know how big Rumla was. All I knew that she was like in the weight division above. And when you see the videos, she looks big because she always fights smaller girls because mm. she was always fighting, fighting girls from smaller opponents. Right. Um, and so I was just like, oh, former, like just quickly on paper, former Olympian, large for the weight class. Yep. I've been, you know, three weeks notice, like, yes, it's a great opportunity, but it's also like, what's the point in taking an opportunity if you're ill-prepared, right. right? Like right. you don't want to go in and then look bad. So I turned it down, but at the same time I was kicking myself because I was like, damn it, like I hate, having to turn down something like that's such a big 
fight right. for me like that. And uh, so when it popped up, came around the second time, I was like, let's go. I'm ready for this. And um, having had her offered to me that first time, I then went away, you know, and followed her fights for over a year of yeah. like watching her. Oh, that's that girl I was supposed to fight. Let right. me look at her fight. And I started to realize, oh, she's actually my height. And it's not that she's giant for the division. It's that all the girls she fought fights are from like a division or two lower. Mm -hmm. She's never been hit with power. She doesn't know how to handle all that. And I, you know, I started to watch and pay more attention to her. And that's when I was like, okay, I got this fight. And, and then this time when I was, um, I mean, it's only been confirmed since the start of January. So like a month, but yep. I knew it was probably happening a month before that. So I've had a full training camp. I'm ready for her. And, um, yeah, I've studied every one of her <laughs> videos. So you're clearly obviously. prepared for this challenge in Ramla Ali. Um, this card, this is a, a historic card. Uh, we, we knew it was a great event with Amanda Serrano fought Katie Taylor here at Madison Square Garden. Now it's Amanda Serrano versus Erica Cruz. There's other undisputed fights with Alicia Bumgarner. Of course, your fight. Um, it's, it's a great card top to bottom. I mean, what are your thoughts of being invol involved in this card? Honestly, it's such an honor. Like the names on this show, especially with the women and even with the men, like there's yeah. a lot of, you know, big name prospects. Um, but with the women, it's like... The, the biggest names that have achieved so much in this sport, it's like just an honor to be included in that list. It's going to be uh, an incredible event, uh, top to bottom. Um, do you have an official prediction for your fight? Will it be a stoppage victory, a decision? What, what do you think is going to happen? Um, I think she's, she's going to be hard to stop because she likes to dance and run away a little bit, but um, that's my goal. So let's see, see if we can get there because, you know, she's obviously the home fighter and, and that as well. So I'm going to, whether it's a, a stoppage or just a, a win, I'm going to have to put on a pretty convincing win to get the judges to go my way, I think. You mentioned the opportunity uh, came around about a year ago and you've been following her career. Now that it's been fight week and you've spent some time in press conferences and at the weigh-in facing off them, what have you felt about Ramla's energy? What, what have you felt about, you know, have you picked anything up? What, did you learn anything in, in fight week? Um, so yeah, I feel like yesterday at the press conference when we did the face off, she was a little bit nervous okay. as she was walking onto the stage. I was looking at her face to see if she would make eye contact with me and she didn't. She sort of was like walking onto the stage. Yeah. And, uh, then when she was talking in the press conference, Eddie was right in the middle, like blocking our vision, but I was kind of like, <laughs> you know, and so she could see that I was looking at her cause you know, her eyes are looking at Eddie, like she can see, you know, but she didn't change her vision path to look at me she actually didn't look at me at all until the moment that we actually had to do the face off mm -hmm. and uh I didn't I, I sensed a lot of nervousness in her eyes and actually when I watched the video of it later there's one angle that she looks quite terrified mm -hmm. I don't know if it's just the camera angle or what but uh yeah she didn't look so confident yesterday and uh, I made a little joke about it in a social media post last night that she probably saw. And she was a lot more confident with her gaze today, that's for sure. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, whether it's fake confidence or real, maybe it was just a little bit of nerves yesterday, but she's feeling good. I don't know. But that was just what I picked up so far. So safe to say going into this fight, you feel like you have the mental edge so far, at least. Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, for me, I'm... I know I'm more than ready. I know yeah. I've prepared well for this fight. And uh, we have a lot of mutual friends that have uh, given me a little insight as to uh, 
she, apparently she's a little mentally weak. Okay. So, you know, I'm sure she's feeling the pressure. And mm-hmm. for her, like for me, I've got everything to gain. Mm-hmm. But for her, she's got everything to lose. Yeah. Like if I, if I didn't win this fight, it's not even my weight class. It's against a former Olympian. Like for her, she's the one that's a former Olympian and in the weight class. If she loses to a girl that's smaller than her, what, where's she going to go from here, you know? Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm not even a big name yet. So it's, yeah, I feel like she's got a lot more pressure on her than I have on me. So um, for me, I'm just I'm here to grab the opportunity by the horns and do my absolute best with it and take the yeah. win and watch my career soar after that and a lot more opportunities come my way. But for her, I think it's sort of like a bit more life or death, you know? Well, speaking of not being a big name yet, if you are successful on Saturday night, what does that do for your name, for your career trajectory? What what is that? What does a win do? A lot because I haven't had the opportunity to fight a high level opponent yet. Mm. Um, I'm ready, and I have been ready for a while. I was supposed to fight Ebony Bridges for her world title last year, and uh, unfortunately, the IBF ordered a mandatory fight between her and Shannon O'Connell before our fight could be announced. So that was unfortunate, um, but I was in full preparation for that. And I was up until a few weeks before the fight because – sorry, not before the fight, before the the purse bid Mm -hmm. um, because there was still a chance. There was still behind-the-scenes sort of negotiations going on and stuff like that. And, uh, yeah, so – Ebony, unfortunately, has a broken hand from that fight when she did end up doing that fight in December. Amazing fight, by the way. And uh, she's going to be out probably till later this year. So hopefully um, a win against Rumler will set up. I mean, I think regardless, it will set up a fight with Ebony later this year. But a win against Rumler might give me some other title shots against the other girls sooner than that um, while Ebony's still recovering from surgery. And and your uh, plan in terms of weight going forward, you're, you're obviously, this is not your weight class. You're moving up in weight. Is there any chance that you would say, Hey, I'm comfortable here. I'm doing well here that you would stay in this weight class. Or do you think you'd go back down? I mean, the, the weight cut was fun. I was, <laughs> <laughs> it was the easiest one I've ever done. So it is tempting, but, yeah. um, no, I, I mean, we'll see. Like, yeah. I just think there's a lot to achieve in my own weight class. We have a lot of talent at 118, um, that I am really keen to take on. So I'd rather like take all my opportunities at 118 and then properly move up to 122 where I'm actually like putting on weight in the gym and, um, you know, eating more and filling up my body a little bit more to be as competitive as I can be at 122. If I'm sort of going back and forth between then you're not as competitive as you can be in the higher weight class. You are originally from Australia. You're in Miami now. Obviously, the Australian fans are going to be tuning in for this fight, uh, whatever time it is. Uh, what do you think the support's going to be like back home for you? Um, great. I mean, I'm, uh, I left Australia before I turned pro and actually still in my amateur career. So I'm not super well known in Australia. Um, but this fight, being here in Madison Square Garden on the same fight, on the same card as Sky, who's obviously yeah. massively well known, having been to the Commonwealth Games for Australia, um, is getting me a little bit of attention. Um, but I think winning this fight is, you know, going to really make the Australians be like, oh, that's who she is. Yeah, she's ours, you know. So, but as far as like, you know, friends, family, friends of friends of friends of yeah. friends like yeah there's going to be a lot of support for me back home and at the top of this card amanda serrano versus erica cruz it's, it's for the undisputed title 
Um, what do you, what are your thoughts on Amanda Serrano and what she's achieved in, in the sport? One of the pound for pound best fighters, men, women, and she's moved up and down weight like seamlessly. Um, your, your thoughts on this main event? Um, honestly, I haven't watched any of Erica Cruz's mm -hmm. fights, so I can't give like, a an actual prediction, yeah. but I can agree with you on Mendes Serrano. It's, I've watched her fight many times yeah. and it's hard to go against her ever. Even with Katie Taylor, it was hard to go against her because she is just an absolute beast. And a lot of people don't realize like she went up two weight classes from where she is now right. just to fight Katie, but she's won world titles higher than that and way lower than that. And yeah. I believe she won her world title at 140 and then the next fight won the world title at 115, like seven weight divisions lower. It's amazing. Absolutely amazing and carries her power even, you know, in the higher divisions. Yeah. Like that fight against Katie who, you know, ranked in the top three, if not number one, pound for pound, it's like, you know, she she carried her she she wobbled Katie mm -hmm. you know like there's not many girls that can go up weight classes and have that much power to wobble and knock girls out in those higher weight classes so yeah Amanda is just like incredible that's what I think of her no absolutely I mean it's it's the fact that she was that competitive with Katie Taylor when moving up in weight and being a seven division champion I mean that just doesn't happen very very rare um you mentioned a fight with Bridges maybe in the future. In terms of just your overall boxing aspirations, things you want to do, I'm sure you look at people like Amanda Serrano and what she's done. Um, there's so many undisputed champions in, in women's boxing now, and, and it seems like women's boxing is finally slowly getting the stage it's been deserved for such a long time. Um, I'm sure you have aspirations in this sport. What, what are your ultimate goals in this sport? Honestly, I just want to have good fights, like world title or no world title. Yeah. That's actually not that important to me. Really? The only reason I want to win a world title is because once you have that world title, you have all the opportunities. Everybody wants to fight you. Yeah. All the promoters will put you on the, you know, on the show. It's not like, a, oh, hi, can I get on a card? Oh, hi, can I try and fight this person? It's like, no, we want you and everybody wants to fight you. And like, that's what I want, you know. But as far as the actual belt, like, cool. Like, you know, but for me, I just want good fights against good opponents. And uh, that, that's really the reason I'm here. Well, you're certainly on your way. Uh, to close it out, your message to your fans and supporters, obviously in Miami, in Australia, and around the world, what would be your final message to them? Um, if you're thinking of getting into boxing and you think you're a little too old, <laughs> you're not. Do it anyway. Just, you know, Follow your heart and keep practicing and showing up to the gym and you'll get there. And final question for you, your final message for your opponent, Ram Lali. What, what would you say to her right now? I hope you've been training hard because I want the best Ramla and I want this to be an incredible fight. Let's do it for the fans. Well, there you have it. It's going down tomorrow night, Saturday, February 4th, Madison Square Garden. Thank you so much for the time. Thank you. And that brings us to the end. Thank you so much for joining me and thank you to my guests. If you want to follow us, uh, you can follow at A-T-E underscore podcast. That's on Instagram and Twitter. If you want to follow my personal channels, it's at C-U-R-R-A-N-B-H-A-T-I-A on Instagram and Twitter. That's at Karan Bhatia at, on Instagram and Twitter. Please subscribe on YouTube, youtube.com backslash Karan Bhatia. 
uh, please check out uh, our show on iTunes. Hit subscribe. Give us a five-star review. If you want to email the show, it's asktheexpertspod at gmail.com. I am Karan Bhatia, and this was Ask the Experts. Thank you for listening to Ask the Experts with Karan Bhatia.